The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to episode 498 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. What's going on, everyone? Happy Wednesday. Uh, I just blew it. I was going to ask you, anybody know what day it is? It's hump day, baby. It's Dickie V day, baby. Hope I don't get to offend a bender, baby. What is going on, everybody? Big day ahead, and as Dickie reminded us, a huge college basketball day. So uh, once again, guys, I got good news, bad news. What do you want to hear first? Let's go good news. College hoops. Uh, we've made a transition here in college basketball, leaning off of you know some of these erratic totals, uh, banging our heads against the wall with a sharp under that flies over, or a uh, you know a sharp over that uh, you know they have uh, you know 20, 25 to twenty two at halftime, and we've transitioned to really looking at money line spots here, and that to me uh, has been a really good transition. I think as betters, you know we have our our fundamentals, we have our philosophies. Uh, for me, guys, my guiding light is I want to be contrarian, I want to bet against the public, I want to be on the side of the sharps, I want to look at line movement. I want to take my bias out of it. Uh, I want to look at historical betting systems that apply to basically matches for that game. Uh, And then also, of course, you know, flat betting, no parlays. Uh, That's really kind of my blueprint. But I think it's also important when you're betting sports to kind of lean on your strengths, work on your weaknesses. You know, we're all here to make money. That's the number one thing with sports betting. We're also here because we love the action. We love getting down on betting. We want to feel like we make sharp bets. uh, We want to cash plays at the end of the day, which uh, a wise man once said. So the transition from leaning less on totals to more on money lines, guys, I think it's paid off here. Uh, I do use an app here to track all my bets. I've been looking at college hoops, which was brutal to start. Uh, and if you look at the last couple weeks, uh, up around 10 units, looking at these money line plays. So uh, I'm excited about this. And last night, here's the good news, great night in college basketball. 9-4 and four with the 13 money lines we talked about. Uh, VCU was a tough one because they were right there at the end. But got Dayton on the money line. Iona getting it done on the money line in overtime. Uh, reminder, that's why we money line. Iona was around minus three. They ended up winning by 1.0 OT. So again, that's why I like to money line these bets. You say, why don't you lay the, you know, the minus three, minus 110? Well, if you did, you would have lost. But if you took the money line minus 150, you won with Iona. So good hit, Iona. Uh, North Carolina got blown out. That one really surprised me. But uh, Central Florida with the big win. Ohio, Kent State, Kansas, Syracuse, Wisconsin, all winners here. Uh, couldn't get Manhattan. And then Duke, uh, I kind of knew I ran into a buzzsaw there. Uh, I like that Duke spot. Had some advantages here in terms of Ken Palm edges. Uh, but, uh, you know, that was Fresno State who got it done. Or it's not Fresno State, Florida State at the end, uh, which you got to tip your cap. Um, so Dukies couldn't get it done. But Fresno late night, nice hit as well. So great 9-4 and four night in college basketball as we lean more on our money lines here, which have produced a pretty good profit. Now that's the good news. You want the bad news? 
hockey, man. We were due for a, a rough night in hockey. Uh, we've been ru- we've been running so hot in the NHL. It's been ridiculous here. Uh, but unfortunately, we uh, we had a tough night last night. Two and four. We got Tampa Bay. Uh, we got the New York Islanders. I must say the Islanders' sweat was ridiculous. They scored a goal late to tie it, and then they went nine rounds in the shootout, and no one could score. Eight rounds, no one scored. And then Oliver Wallstrom scored for us uh, with the Islanders to get us a win, minus 125. But these other ones, guys, you got to tip your cap. Dogs barked. Ottawa uh, lost straight up to the Sabres. My Bruins got absolutely destroyed. That was pathetic. I was so pumped to sweat my bees, and they gave up like five goals in the first 20 seconds. Uh, Dallas losing to Montreal. Florida uh, losing. Florida I got worried about because um, they, uh, and I saw this, and uh, if you want to follow starting goalies, uh, Daily Faceoff is a good place to look at. But when I saw they put in Spencer Knight there, I got a little nervous because I wanted uh, Bobrovsky. But anyway, guys. Uh, hockey. We've been running so hot. I think we were due for a night where dogs just barked. Uh, and I was talking to a couple people on Twitter and they're like, man, like, should we be looking at dogs more often? And I don't think so. You know, there are nights when just dogs bark and it's just a, a weird night. Uh, you know, all these edges, we beat the closing line as well. Like I'm looking at all these plays with the NHL. Uh, you know, you're looking at, uh, Ottawa. what do we get? them like minus 200. They close like minus 220. Uh, the Bruins minus 130. They pretty much stayed where they were at. Uh, but you look at Dallas, we got a good line, uh, line on Dallas, like minus 300, minus 310. They closed minus three, 350, 370. Uh, Florida, same sort of thing. That came back down with the goalie change. Um, we did get our, our two late night plays, but the whole point is our systems are doing well. I wouldn't overreact to a, to a, a rough night. A rough night, two and four, uh, when you only give up a couple units back, that's not terrible. So again, uh, didn't get the NHL slate that we were looking for, but it doesn't make me change the model. It doesn't make me change the blueprint. Just one of those nights where dogs barked. Uh, and again, we're running so hot. I think we were waiting for, not waiting for, but it kind of felt like one night, uh, you know, you can't always win all these chalk plays in the NHL, uh, but no overreaction to me. I'm going to stick to it and, and continue to grind. So overall night, uh, last night, guys, 11 and eight. Unfortunately, with some of these minus numbers, minus 0.36 units. So uh, pretty much a, a wash there, giving up a third of a unit back to the book. Uh, but that's okay, because that means today we can uh, start a new streak here. Uh, so I'm excited for today, guys. Got a lot to get to. Uh, we have a big, uh, big I would say, college basketball day. I actually want to lead off with college basketball. Uh, not just because it's a Dickie V day, baby. Uh, but I got nine bets in college basketball. Only one in the NHL. There's only three games in general. And really only one kind of caught my eye. Then I have six in the NBA. We're going to dip our toe back into the NBA markets here, see if we can get hot again because NBA has been uh, a little bit rough here recently. Uh, but typically it's been a good sport to bet on. So I got a few bets here and a big slate, 13 games in the NBA. I got six bets that I want to share with you. Then we're going to update some numbers on the NFL divisional round weekend. Uh, we have a couple books that have moved to key numbers. Uh, we have some juice on a key number that's trending one direction. Uh, I got some thoughts here. And we do have a couple, uh, one move toward a dog and one move on a dog that now you're getting a better number on. So a lot to talk about. We have some totals on the move. I'm excited, guys. A big day uh, on a big Wednesday midweek here. See if we can uh, we can get another hot streak going here uh, for the team. So, of course, guys, very short short housekeeping. As always, if you haven't done it yet, sign up for the VEASAN newsletter. It costs you nothing. It's absolutely free, and it gives you so much in return. Just go to VEASAN.com slash newsletter. Once you do that, every single morning you wake up to the newsletter. 
uh, keeping you plugged in everything at VEASAN and in the sports betting market, getting you thinking about betting that day. You get my market insights column, giving you sharp reports every single day. I wrote about some college basketball games uh, for today's sharp report. You also get a run on of all the shows that day. You're going to get Dave Tooley's ATS report. Uh, we have some great stuff today with Wes Reynolds if you're into golf. Wes has got a good article today, also with Brady Cannon. You also get JVT on the NBA, Andy McNeil on the NHL, uh, and links to all of our city casts and helpful links to all of our good articles today, Greg Hoops' play of the day, all that kind of stuff in the newsletter. So it costs you nothing. If you're listening to this pod, it means you care about betting. You want to get better. You want to win, uh, and you want to be sharper. And that's where the newsletter is the easiest way to start. Uh, also, we have great promos for legal sportsbooks. Uh, this one comes directly from Jamie Foxx. New York, the king of sportsbooks, has arrived. BetMGM. So we partner with BetMGM. My buddy TG, Thomas Gable at the Borgata. Uh, Borgata is kind of uh, with BetMGM. Uh, but I know he's happy about this. Uh, New York. If you're in the great state of New York, and I'm seeing some crazy numbers here with New York having just a, a huge opening to their legal online betting. But a great promo for today. Uh, for example, you live in a legal state like New York. Great BetMGM one today. You put a $10 wager on any money line game. If either team hits a three-pointer, you win $200 in free bets. So, of course, someone's going to hit a three. Um, and you're going to get that. So you just use bonus code VEASAN200. But all these links, along with other sportsbook promos, are in the newsletter. So uh, if you haven't done it yet, VEASAN.com slash newsletter. Uh, I highly recommend it. And, of course, you want to take that next step in your sports betting journey. You need accurate, reliable data and information and uh, stats and numbers and advice uh, from bettors who have a, a, a respected bettors across the market. So that's where our VEASAN All Access membership comes in. we got a great one right now. Uh, if you want to give it a shot, it's the Big Game Big Dance promo. Uh, so it's only $69 now until April 5th when they cut down the nets, but it's going to give you a live stream of all the VEASAN shows, every points of the weekly magazine. Uh, our new PSW came out today. I was looking at uh, – we got lucky because I'm already looking at our biting card, which, by the way, Friday is going to be episode 500 of the pod. Can you believe it? Uh, but it's also going to be a big biting day, and I'm finalizing my card, a couple UFC bets I really like. So we'll share that on episode 500. But you can get a head start, Reed Kuhn. And, uh, and Gamble and Lou both have biting breakdowns for Gain and Nganu uh, in Points for Weekly Magazine. Uh, you'll also get um, afternoon best bet emails that, you know, best bet picks from guests and hosts. You guys know the drill. Everything behind the beaston.com paywall, stats, splits, power ratings, everything you need to uh, help you make a smart bet, uh, along with all of our betting guides. Uh, that's all included with uh, the VEASAN All Access membership. So again, you can do the big game, big dance promo, 69 bucks now until April 5th. Hopefully baseball will be, will be uh, back by then uh, if they can come to an agreement here and stop fighting over money. Isn't it annoying to see millionaires fight with billionaires over money? Like, can you, like, owners, stop being greedy. Uh, and players, you're getting millions of dollars to play a kid's sport. So can we come to an agreement, please? Uh, I would say this, put a salary cap on baseball. I know they'll never do it, but I think that would make baseball much more competitive like we see NFL and other sports. Uh, but anyway, anyway, guys, that's VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Become a member, get everything we offer, uh, and you can uh, then do a 10-day free trial. Uh, you can let it renew monthly or yearly annual discount, or you can cancel. No hard feelings, but I think you're going to like it. Uh, and, of course, that's VEASAN.com slash subscribe. And then don't forget, get on Twitter. Twitter is a great resource for sports bettors because we are operating in a real-time market that's fluid, that's constantly changing as more money comes in, as uh, players are uh, ruled out or upgraded to probable or downgraded doubtful or injuries or COVID or weather, whatever it may be. So that's your source, your, your, uh, your way to stay plugged in to the market and hopefully get news before the odds makers can adjust the number. So uh, make sure you get on Twitter. You can follow local beat reporters, breaking news, breaking injuries, 
blue check mark sports books you can follow you can create a gambling community through the direct messaging tab i always love it when you guys reach out to me and um so you can always uh and make sure you, if you haven't done it yet follow at vsin live the mothership you can follow me at josh underscore insights and you can always dm me or send me an email josh at vsin.com question comments suggestions gotta get referred to a new sports book you need a you need a good a good app to track all your bets i can help you and guide you in the right direction so that's josh at vsin.com so with that being said guys uh, after pretty much a wash of a night, uh, we had a good night in, in uh, college basketball. So I want to lead off with college basketball. Uh, not only for Dickie V, who, by the way, I joke around with Dickie V, uh, but I did want to give him a shout-out because he is battling cancer. It looks like he had another bout uh, of cancer that came back. So we're waiting on Dickie to get healthy so we can see him call the games for the diaper dandies on ESPN, baby. But seriously, Dickie, get well soon, my man. We need you back in the arena grinding. Uh, but anyway, guys, good night last night, nine and four with our money lines. Let's see if we can keep it going. Uh, and I don't have all money lines. I'm going to surprise you. I actually have a spread tonight, believe it or not, that, that I really like. So I'm kind of going back to my roots here a little bit. Uh, but again, huge college basketball slate. Let's start breaking down our games for today. So I'm seeing over uh, 40 games across the board and a bunch in particular that really caught my eye. So let's start diving right in. First one for me, guys, I'm going to go East Tennessee State on the money line game six, seven, nine, six, eighty. Uh, this looks like kind of a fade the trendy dog play. Uh, Mercer, I got to admit I've cashed a couple bets on Mercer recently. Uh, they've won three straight, but the public is on Mercer. They're 11 and seven East Tennessee state is 11 and eight. Uh, East Tennessee state is kind of a bad ATS versus good ATS They're eight and 10 against the spread versus Mercer nine and eight against the spread. Uh, East Tennessee state two and two, their last four Mercer's won three straight. So public is actually saying, give me Mercer in the points here. Uh, around 70% of bets on Mercer, but the line's going to East Tennessee State. So I like this movement toward East Tennessee State. Uh, they, again, open at minus 3.5. They've been bet up to minus 4. I see some 4.5s popping out there. And, again, it's important because East Tennessee State is not the public play. They're the contrarian play. So, if anything, lines should be falling to Mercer if they're getting 70% of bets. But it's actually going the other way toward ETSU. So I money line ETSU minus 180. Uh, again, line movement in their favor, reverse line move. Ken Palm's got them by 4. Uh, Greg Hoops has them by four and a half. Ken Palm has them ranked much higher, 178 versus 204. I think the advantage here is two things. Number one, rebounding. Uh, East Tennessee State's averaging almost 37 rebounds a game, uh, around 34 uh, for Mercer. And really, I'm look. I lean a lot, guys, on home home road splits and conference play. Like if I'm going to bet on a favorite, I want them to be good at home if they're a home team playing a team that's bad on the road, and I want them to be good in conference versus a team that's bad in conference. Um, because I think with with home court advantage. Um, obviously covering the number is different, but in terms of just winning the game, um, that to me, uh, kind of really is where the home court advantage comes in. So ETSU six and two at home, Mercer three and five on the road. So give me ETSU looks like a fade the trendy dog play. I money lined East Tennessee state minus minus one eighty. next play for me. Uh, I'm looking at, let me sh- make sure I got all my, uh, all my games in here correctly. Next one, Creighton, uh, I'm going to money line Creighton. This is kind of a buy low spot for me on Creighton. I fully admit St. John's look like they maybe took in some respected money. St. John's open about plus four, plus four and a half. They're down to three and a half. But I like this buy low spot on Creighton at home. Uh, Ken Palm has Creighton by six. Uh, again, right now they're laying three and a half. So that's kind of a good edge if you even wanted to go the regular points here. But in this case, I'm money lining Creighton minus 165. Because um, in, in this situation, there is some respect to money St. John's. So maybe this is a tighter game that Creighton can win, but maybe not cover. So that's kind of my thought there. Uh, but Ken Palm's got him by six, ranked 54th in the country versus 88 uh, for St. John's. And really, I'm banking on a couple things. Creighton's defense. 
Uh, they're only giving up 66 points a game versus 74 for St. John's. Now, St. John's is a better offense, but Creighton really discrepancy defensively. And this is kind of a buy-low spot where Creighton has lost two straight, and St. John's just had a blowout win over Georgetown. They won by 20. Uh, and again, leaning on home versus road, this is kind of a big discrepancy. Creighton 5-2 and two at home, St. John's 0-4 oh on the road. So St. Johnny's, they don't travel. Uh, Creighton in a buy-low spot after two losses. Give me Creighton on the money line, minus 165. Maybe my favorite play of the day. I wrote about this one in the newsletter. Alabama, baby. Give me the Bama Crimson Tide here. I love this bet. Uh, I got Alabama on the money line. Minus one. I think I got minus 165. I think they're like minus 170 right now. But this one screams like blueprint play for the podcast, peeps. Uh, Alabama uh, is coming off. So setting the stage for this game, I'll make it very easy. This is your unranked favorite versus ranked opponent play. Uh, LSU is 15-2. and two. Uh, LSU is ranked 13th in the country. So if LSU is 15 and two ranked 13th in the country and Alabama's only 11 and six and Alabama has lost three straight, then why on earth did Alabama open as a three point favorite? Not only that, but now Alabama's up to minus three and a half. I see some fours out there. This is a really, really sharp reverse line move. A fade the trendy dog play. Everybody and their mothers on LSU. This is the trendiest dog I've seen in quite a while. Uh, I'm looking at almost 90% of bets on LSU. How can you not take LSU? Uh, I think a lot of public bettors are saying, odds makers, you guys are idiots. LSU should be favored here. I always love it too. Uh, this is a side note. Uh, if, when I'm on gambling Twitter, I see this all the time where people like will quote to you to break down and they'll say, uh, the wrong team is favored. And I hate that. The wrong team is not favored. You think Vegas is just you know twiddling their thumbs and, and putting the minus sign in front of the wrong team? No, the wrong team is never favored. The right team is favored. So that's just kind of funny. Like uh, I, It always rubs me the wrong way. But anyway... Unranked home favorite versus ranked opponent. Everybody's on LSU, yet the line open Bama favorite, and Bama's more of a favorite now. Uh, you're, again, buying low on losing three straight with Bama. Now, Ken Palm has Bama by one. Greg Hoops has him favored by three, so Greg's a little more bullish here. Uh, Bama offensively, averaging 82 a game versus 75 for LSU. Also, Alabama shooting the ball, 46% from the field, 44% for LSU, and Bama is 7-1 and one at home. So you add it all up, guys. This is a play that really gets me excited. I remember, who was it, Auburn playing Alabama where Alabama was in the same spot and they lost for us. So let's call this the revenge game for Bama, uh, whereas, uh, again, I think it was last week where Bama let us down. But I'm on Bama money line uh, right now, like minus 170. Again, fade the trendy dog, unranked home favorite versus ranked opponent, one of our favorite systems. Give me Bama, fishy number, money line at home. Next play for me, I'm going to buy low a little bit on Wake Forest. Wake Forest is on the road at Georgia Tech. Uh, Wake Forest open, laying two and a half, some shops up to three. Uh, a lot of shops are back down to two and a half. So it's kind of stayed where it's at, but I see some value here on, on wake forest, uh, wake forest. I got them on the money line minus minus one forty. Ken Palm's got them winning by four. He's got them ranked much higher than Georgia tech, uh, 48th in the country versus 127. Greg hoops has wake by five, uh, defensively. These teams are pretty equal. They're both giving up, uh, about 69 points a game, but I'm leaning on the wake offense in this one wakes averaging, uh, almost 80 points a game versus Georgia tech averaging only about 68. Uh, and also a big shooting discrepancy. Better shooters on Wake. Knock on wood. Let's hope their shots fall tonight. But 48% from the field, only 44% for Georgia Tech. Uh, Wake is 4-3 and three in conference. Georgia Tech is 1-5 and five in conference. And Georgia Tech is only 5-6 and six at home. So I like this spot toward Wake Forest. I money line them minus 140. Uh, give me Wake Forest Demon Deacons here tonight, guys. Uh, Quinnipiac and Ryder. Uh, did see a little movement toward Ryder. Uh, some of these shops were six down to five and a half, 
but I'm okay with that. I think we're getting a better number now on Quinnipiac. I moneyline Quinnipiac. It's kind of high. It's about as high as I'll go. I got minus 220 here. Uh, but with Quinnipiac, a couple things. Number one, uh, Ken Palm has him winning by seven. He's got him ranked much higher, 234 versus 292 uh, for Ryder. Uh, Greg Hoops is a little less bullish. Um, does that mean he's bearish? I never get that right. But anyway, uh, he's got him favored by three. That's why I'm a little more um, confident in laying the money line here. Uh, Quinnipiac offense. They're averaging 74 a game versus Ryder, 66 a game. Far better shooters here. Quinnipiac uh, field goal percentage, 44% from the field versus 38 for Ryder. You also look at conference play. Quinnipiac 4-3 and three in conference. Ryder is 1-4 and four in conference. And a big home versus road discrepancy. Quinnipiac is 6-2 and two at home. Ryder is 1-6 and six on the road. Uh, so let's go Quinnipiac. I took Quinnipiac on the money line uh, around minus 120. Uh, next play for me. Uh, we got a few more left here, guys. we got four more. I am on Southern Illinois uh, money line at home against Indiana State. Now, there was a little bit of a move toward Indiana State, Southern Illinois. Uh, I guess there wasn't a move. I saw 1-5 down to 4.5. A, a lot of these are still 4.5. But this is a really good fade the trendy dog play. Uh, a lot of, surprisingly, everyone likes Indiana State here. Um, they're kind of the same records, 8-8, eight 9-8, eight, eight, uh, Southern Illinois. Um, and they both lost a couple games in a row. So you've had Indiana State, uh, by the way, Larry Bird's uh, alma mater. Uh, but Indiana State lost two straight. Southern Illinois has lost three straight. So I think maybe the public is just saying, hey, two teams that are struggling, same record, just take the dog. Uh, but it's kind of been a line freeze. Again, there was a five down to four and a half. I'm looking at it a little deeper now. Pretty much open four and a half, stayed four and a half. And that's what we call a line freeze. Even though you have uh, like three out of four bets on Indiana State, the line really hasn't moved. It hasn't gone down to four or three and a half. It's kind of stayed where it's at. That means to me, anytime you see a line freeze, it means that the books don't want to move the number for fear of giving the contrarian side a better number. So they don't want to move it down to four or three and a half because that's giving a better number to wise guys who are going to buy low like us on Southern Illinois. So I money line Southern Illinois. Uh, got a minus 170 on the money line. Ken Palm has them winning by five. Uh, so you're kind of right on that number there. Got them ranked higher, 131 versus 160 for Indiana State. And I'm banking on a couple things. Number one, defensively. Southern Illinois only giving up 61 points a game versus 71, excuse me, for Indiana State. And also home versus road split. Southern Illinois has been uh, really good at home, 6-2. and two. Indiana State has really struggled on the road, only 1-5. So give me Southern Illinois on the money line, around minus 170. Uh, next play for me. This looks really, really sharp. Uh, Iowa. I like Iowa here. Now you're asking me, like, Josh, why would you lay points on the road uh, in, a, uh, in a conference matchup? I'll tell you why. This is a fade the trendy dog. Rutgers is getting 80% of bets tonight uh, at home against Iowa. Um, You're looking at Rutgers in the spot. Um, I think the public is maybe just not trusting Iowa on the road. Uh, You're also looking at, you know, both teams. uh, They've won, I think, four of their last five, both sides here. Uh, But maybe it's a case of just, you know, hey, trendy dog at home. Rutgers plays well well at home. Give me the three and a half. But, guys, you have almost 80% of bets on Rutgers, yet the line moved to Iowa. Uh, Iowa open lane two and a half. They're up to three and a half. So the line's going to Iowa, even though the public is all over Rutgers at home. Uh, Ken Palm has Iowa by five. So if you want to lay three and a half, you're kind of in that like zone of, of still having maybe some value here. I went money line, minus 165. Uh, I just want to win the damn game. I don't want uh, Ron Harper's kid to hit a three here and, and kill our, you know, up by five, hit a three and win by uh, win by two, that sort of thing. Um, but rank much higher, Iowa, 19th in the country versus 93 for Rutgers. Uh, Greg Hoops has him favored by six, so Greg's really liking Iowa here. Um, you're also looking at the Iowa offense. This is the advantage to me, guys, their offense. They're averaging 86 points a game versus only 69 
for Rutgers. So can Rutgers score enough to keep up? And then field goal percentage, far better shooters on Iowa, 48% from the field versus uh, Rutgers, who is 43% from the field. So give me Iowa. This isn't a, you know, 80% of bets on Iowa, lines going to Iowa. This is 80% of bets on Rutgers, yet the line's going to Iowa. So give me Iowa here. Uh, again, minus 165 on the money line. A couple more for you, and then I'll save my uh, my spread play, uh, which we haven't bet a lot of spreads recently, because, again, money lines have been doing well, and I want I got to claw my way out of that hole we dug, or I dug, uh, sadly, to start the year with totals. Uh, but anyway, guys, I'm on Virginia. I like Virginia on the road. Public is actually on Pittsburgh here. Uh, I just like a lot of these lines jump out to me today, and, again, doesn't mean we're going to win them all. Who knows? We could have a good day, bad day. I hope it's a good day. But on the one hand, it kind of jumped out like pretty clear where the respective money's coming in on a lot of these plays. Uh, like Iowa or like Alabama or some of these others. But anyway, I'm on Virginia here on the money line. I think it's a good spot to back Virginia. Uh, Virginia opened on the road, laying three and a half. They've stayed three and a half. I saw one book that got to four, but that's notable because two thirds of bets are on Pittsburgh at home. Um, Virginia, Virginia has lost two or three. Uh, they're a three and a half point favor against Wake and you lose straight up uh, versus Pittsburgh, who's won two of three. And they just had a really big upset win. I think I bet on Louisville that one, which if I remember correctly, uh, they didn't even show up. But anyway, Pittsburgh was a four-and-a-half-point road dog at Louisville. They won outright, uh, and they've won two of their last three. So this is a, you know, Pittsburgh's won two of three. Virginia has lost two of three. Got to take Pittsburgh in the in the points at home. But I don't think so. I'm going to go money line here on UVA. It's kind of a buy-low, sell-high spot. Ken Palm's only got a winning by two. That's why, to me, on the money line is kind of a, I don't know, a more valuable play. Minus 165, that's the number I got. Uh, Greg Coops has him by four-and-a-half. So, again, a little more bullish for Greg. Uh, both offenses are pretty much the same, averaging 62 points a game. Uh, by the way, this total is 116. Uh, looks like it even fell 116 half to 115.5, so it could be a high school game here. Uh, but um, both 62 points a game offensively, defensively. Uh, advantage here, Virginia. Uh, no, no surprise. We've, you know, kind of Tony Bennett's defensive Virginia teams we've known for years and years. But uh, Virginia only giving up 58 points a game defensively versus 65 that Pittsburgh gives up. Also far better shooters uh, for Pittsburgh, or sorry, for Virginia. The Cavs are 45% from the field, and Pittsburgh is only 41%, and also conference play. Virginia's been in a lot of these big conference games already. They're 4-3 and three in conference, nothing crazy, but on the other hand, Pittsburgh's 2-4. and four. So give me uh, Virginia here. Virginia on the money line, minus 165. Let's get it done. Tony Bennett. And then last play of the night for me, guys. We're going to dust off these spreads. Can you believe it? They actually do bet spreads in college basketball. Again, I have no qualms with all these money lines because we've been doing pretty well. But um, getting back to my roots here, this is your number one contrarian play of the night. And I'm going to take a shot. There's been liability. There's been some buyback. But I feel like we're getting some value right now. I'm on DePaul plus 7.5 against Xavier. Uh, you're, this is kind of a classic spot where Xavier has a better record. Xavier is a ranked team. They're ranked 20th in the country uh, versus DePaul, who is unranked. And DePaul, uh, they lost a bunch of games in a row. Uh, but they are coming off a really good, surprising win over Seton Hall. Seton Hall, who was ranked at the, at the time, uh, DePaul, their last game, they're getting six and a half. They won 96-92. Uh, so this is kind of a, you know, DePaul unranked at home. People don't believe in them. They're 10-6, they're and six, good record, but look at big Xavier, 13-3, and three, ranked 20th in the country. Xavier's going to blow them out. Xavier is a really lopsided play, 80% of bets on Xavier. Xavier opened as a seven-point favorite on the road. I wrote about this one for the newsletter at VEASAN. Uh, by the way, all my newsletters, you can just go to vison.com on the top right under news stories. They'll be there if you missed it. But this game opened Xavier Lane 7. Everybody's on Xavier. It got all the way down to 5.5 at one point. Uh, so it looked like a lot of smart money on DePaul. 
Now there's been some buyback. It's back up to seven or actually seven and a half right now. Now that we're getting the hook with the seven and a half, and a lot of these seven and a half hooks are juiced up toward DePaul. So plus seven and a half, minus 115, like it may get back down to seven. I hope the pod comes out in time and the, and the hook is still available. But I got DePaul plus seven and a half. Uh, it's kind of a line freeze-ish type play. Again, late movement back to Xavier, but DePaul, again, got down to five and a half at one point over the la- over uh, last night into this morning. You're an unranked conference dog versus a ranked opponent. Ken Palm's got him losing by six. So if we're getting seven and a half, that's value. Greg Hoops has him losing by five and a half. So again, if we're getting seven and a half, that's value. Uh, and you do look at DePaul eight and three at home. And DePaul's kind of maddening. I bet some games on DePaul. I think I bet against them in, in a Butler game where Butler barely won. I remember that one. It was really tight at the end. Um, but DePaul can surprise you, and I hope they uh, surprise us tonight. I took plus 7.5 with DePaul. Uh, so hopefully we can get that one uh, at uh, kind of you know, minus 110, minus 115 juice with the hook. So for those playing at home, East, uh, East Tennessee State, money line minus 180. Creighton, money line minus 165. Bama, money line minus 175. Wake, Money line minus 140. Quinnipiac, money line minus 220. Southern Illinois, money line minus 170. Iowa, money line minus 165. UVA, money line minus 165. And an old school spread play. DePaul, plus 7.5. Uh, there you have it, guys. Hopefully, uh, a, uh, I don't know, a good signal here uh, with a good night last night in college. Let's see if we can keep it going. But we got way more to get to. I only have one bet in the NHL, so we're going to talk about that. But strap up, we got a big NBA night. Uh, so I'm excited to get back in the NBA arena, see if we can uh, get back to our uh, our glory days here at the NBA. A big, big slate, and I got six bets that caught my eye. And then, of course, we'll update our divisional round uh, for the NFL, see if we've got any numbers that are moving, which a few are. So don't go anywhere. In episode 498, uh, sweating, grinding in the arena with your buddy, your host, Josh Applebaum, the guy you grind and sweat in the arena with, uh, going the ups, ups and downs of betting, uh, but always from a contrarian, data-driven approach. Uh, let's get after it guys. Don't go anywhere talking NHL, uh, NBA and an update for the divisional round playoffs from a betting perspective on episode 498 of the VEASAN market insights podcast. The big take from Bloomberg news brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U S and Europe, Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. 
I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everyone, we are back at it on a Wednesday, baby. Hoping I get to offend about it with Dickie V, baby. A big, big day, guys. Uh, good night in college hoops last night, as we mentioned, 9-4. and four. NHL, our first losing NHL night, and I don't even remember when. Uh, it was bound to happen at some point. But 11-6, and six, or sorry, 11-8 and eight last night, minus 0.36 units. So, again, goes to show you, we lean on these money lines. We got to win at a higher rate to turn a profit. But I'm confident that we can, and we have done so far. So let's see if we can keep it going. We started the pod talking uh, a lot of college hoops for today. Let's transition over to NBA uh, and the NHL. Let's start with NHL because I, I need some revenge in the NHL last night. Like, I still can't get over the fact that, you know, between like between the Bruins, Ottawa, Dallas, and Florida, you're telling me you couldn't get one of those to come through? That would have flipped a losing night to a winning night. So, anyway, uh, regrets, I got them all. But I liked all our plays when we beat the closing line, so no overreaction for me. But I only got one game in the NHL tonight. Uh, and it is the Colorado Avalanche. I'm going to sweat the Avs, guys. Um, Avalanche, you're actually getting a better number. They dipped a little bit here. A lot of these books open Avs as high as a, I saw like a minus 275 favorite on the road at Anaheim. A lot of these books are down to around minus 245. I think that creates some value to just take a classic money line on Colorado here. One of my favorite teams to sweat in the NHL. I got Colorado minus 245. They match some systems here. Not a line move system, uh, but a system match. Big favorites, 200 or more. On the road this year, 26-3. and Ooh, that thing is hot. 26-3, uh, and three, 90%. Unbelievable. 30% ROI. Road favorites, minus 175 or more. 39-9, and nine, 81%. 20% ROI. Uh, favorites off a win, 218 and 110, 66%, 7% ROI. So all matching here with Colorado. Uh, Colorado is good as a favorite, great as a favorite. 24-9. They're 9-6-2 on the road. Anaheim is 10-18 and 18 as a dog. Uh, two things I like about Colorado tonight. Number one, their offense. Uh, as we know, Colorado can score quickly, uh, and they can be down 2 nothing and blink of an eye have a 3-2 lead. Uh, and I Actually, for uh, S's and G's, if anyone knows what I'm talking about, I looked at uh, cap friendly. It's kind of crazy how they can fit all these guys under the cap, and whoever their GM is for Colorado, kind of unbelievable. He should win GM of the year. But anyway, their offense, they're averaging 4.33 goals a game, only 2.93 for Anaheim. And to kind of add to the reason to bet against Anaheim, they got a lot of injuries and a lot of COVID right now. Uh, there's a big list of guys who's going to be out uh, for Anaheim. Uh, Cam Fowler, Josh Manson, two of their best defensemen. Anthony Stolarz, uh, Josh Gibson, or John Gibson, their top two goalies out. Uh, Enrique, a bunch of other guys are also out. Um, uh, Terry could be out, a good young player. Cam Fowler. And they're going to be on their third goalie, it, I, it appears. I want to make sure I got that right because uh, I'm seeing something conflicting. Uh, I guess Daily Faceoff is listing Gibson against Francois. We sh- I don't know. I thought they were, they were going to maybe put in this other guy. I forgot his name, Dantas or something. But anyway, uh, I'm going to bet against Anaheim, who's lost three straight, has COVID issues in Colorado, uh, who you're now getting a better money, uh, money line price on. So give me Colorado, minus 245 on the money line. My only play uh, in the NHL today. Uh, now... NBA. Let's all say a prayer. Let's, let's sit at the virtual bar together and let's say a prayer. NBA. We started off very hot. It's been a struggle as of late. Uh, I've been more into NHL and college basketball and the NFL playoffs. 
to the NBA gods, if you're listening, let's let us get back into the swing of things and let's get some NBA winners here. Uh, that is my uh, my prayer to you. So thank you to the gambling gods. Uh, amen. Okay, let's talk NBA. Because again, I I, ha- like, I love NBA. I just feel like recently uh, it's kind of back into that college hoops, totals, like enigma type situation. Uh, but that being said, uh, a great philosopher once said, scared money don't make no money. Uh, so let's get after it. Flat betting, as we always do. Bet trust, not bet to win. Let's go NBA. Six plays for me, guys. First one on the board. Uh, I'm going to take the over. I did take the over in the Magic 76ers game. Uh, this total opened at 213. It's been bet up to 214. So that's notable because um, if you look at both these teams, they've been cashing unders recently. Uh, Orlando's 2-0 to the under their last two games. Same thing with uh, with Philly. And it always kind of catches my eye when like two teams are trending one direction, yet the line goes the other way. So it tells me maybe you're, you're getting in a buy low spot or kind of going against the grain on a fishy number. Um, you know, obviously people sharper than me uh, like this number. So I'm going to ride it. Uh, give me the Orlando over 214. Uh, you got some over refs here. Number one, Trey Maddox, really good to the over. He's uh, about 54% to the over historically. Um, uh, you also look at uh, pace. Orlando is 12th in pace, fastest team in the NBA. Philly is 11 offensively. Orlando's bad defensively, 24th in the country. Or sorry, I, I'm thinking college basketball. 24th in the NBA. Uh, and also look at uh, recent head-to-head matchups. January 5th, uh, which was not far ago, you know, two weeks ago, this was a 116-106 game. They, they landed on 222. So maybe this is a wide open, up and down the court. Sixers score a ton. Magic hopefully keep up. Let's go Orlando over 214, my first play of uh, the night in the NBA. Next play for me. I'm going to go money line with the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, don't look now, guys. I saw a tweet. Cavs are the first NBA team to cash their win total over. So uh, really epic turnaround here for the Cavs. They are now on the year, I think it was 25 and a half or 26 and a half. Yeah, they're now 27 and 18. Uh, so I like this spot for the Cavs. They open uh, around a two-point favorite on the road. They've been steamed up to minus three. Uh, a couple things to like about them in terms of the way these teams are trending. Cleveland's won five straight. Chicago has lost four straight. And Chicago this is kind of a bet against Chicago with a lot of injuries here. Uh, they're not going to have Zach Levine, who could be out for a while here. Alonzo Ball's out. Derek Jones is out. Javante Green is out. You may get Caruso back. But Bulls are down quite a few guys, and the Cavs are humming right now. Uh, also a crazy stat with Cleveland. They are 30-13 and 13 against the spread, and they're 15-7 and seven against the spread on the road. So I like this spot toward Cleveland. Uh, you're looking at a lot of injuries for Chicago, and I'm going to lean on the defense of Cleveland. Cleveland is number three in all of the NBA in defensive efficiency. Chicago is number 19. So let's go Cleveland Cavs on the money line, minus 145. Uh, next play for me, uh, I'm playing a dog here. I'm going to take the Grizzlies plus 6.5 against the Bucks. Uh, number one, uh, Memphis is playing great right now, and you're in a good spot where they've done very well on the road. Uh, Memphis is 14 and six on the road this year. They're 15 and five against the spread on the road. You have three road refs all lining up to the um, to the road team: Brett Nansel, Brian Forte, and James Capers, all around 52, 54 percent to the road team. And kind of a you know eye test ish. Uh, you know Memphis four and one their last five. Milwaukee one and four their last five. I hope Drew Holiday doesn't play. I saw that he was questionable. But these books, guys, they opened minus 6.5 bucks. It stayed 6.5, slight majority on the bucks. But yet a lot of these uh, books are falling down to 6. and falling down to six. So I see a 6.5 down to 6. Try to still get the hook here. This is kind of a evolving into a from a line freeze into a reverse line move. I'm on John Morant, plus 6.5 tonight uh, against the Bucks. Uh, next play for me, Oklahoma City Thunder and the Spurs. I'm going to go over. 
in this matchup, guys. Total open 219 and a half. It's been up to 220 and a half. So we've seen some over movement. Uh, we got three over refs for this game for the Thunder and the Spurs. Uh, Leon Wood, Kane Fitzgerald, and Justin Van Doyne, 52 to 53% uh, to the over here. You're also looking at pace, uh, both top 15. Oklahoma City uh, is 15th in pace. San Antonio is 4th. Uh, defensively, San Antonio 20th, so giving up a lot of points here. Not playing great defense. And two things to like, OKC, they've been cashing overs recently, 4-2 and two to the over their last six. And San Antonio, kind of a bet on San Antonio home overs. They're 18-7 and seven to the over their last 25 games at home. So the line's rising. Give me uh, give me the Spurs over 220 uh for this game. And then a couple more, a couple late-night sweats. Uh, next one for me, Clippers. I'm going to go Clippers over here. Man, this thing's moving even further. Uh, I got over 213.5. It opened 212.5, so movement to the over. And I am seeing some books go to 214 right now, so I guess it's a good signal, even though the pod uh, probably won't be out in time. It'll probably all be 214 by now. But I took over 213.5. Um, you have some uh, over refs here. Uh, you also have uh, Denver 3-0 to the over their last three. They're 4-2 to the over their last six at home. Uh, and to me, this is a bet kind of on the style of play that the Nuggets have been playing. Uh, and also, you know, looking at the Clippers, they're 26 and 19 to the under, yet this total is rising. So maybe you get a good effort out of them. They just played Indiana's 139-133 the other night. So maybe you got your, uh, I don't know, your, your offensive uh, your offensive pants on tonight, hopefully. But I like that movement to the over. I'm on Clippers over uh, 213.5. Then last play of the night for me, another over. I'm going to root for some points in the Lakers game. Lakers-Pacers over. Open 224. It's been bet up to 225. So some movement here to the over, and that's notable because the public is actually on the under here. You have three over refs, uh, Bernanke, Richardson, and Tony Brothers, uh, all good to the over, around 53% uh, average, basically. Uh, and you also look at pace of play. Lakers are third. They're old, but they get up and down the court. Defensively, Indiana is 23rd. We just mentioned Indiana uh, lost to uh, the Clippers 139-133, so hopefully they're ready to score some points here. But Indiana 4-2 to the over their last six. Uh, four and two to the over the last six head to head between these teams. The Lakers are five and one to the over their last six, and they're six and two to the over their last eight at home. Uh, and these teams did play back in November. It was a 124 116 game. So hopefully, we get uh, some points, kind of like that last matchup. So, our six pack in the NBA can we get four of these? That'll be nice. Uh, Orlando over 214, Cleveland money line minus 145, Memphis plus six and a half on the spread, OKC over 220 and a half. Uh, Clippers over 213 and a half and Lakers over 225 late night sweat uh, late into the night. Uh, let's get after it guys. Uh, reminder, we wanted to update some numbers here for the NFL playoffs. Uh, a couple things going on. Number one, continued movement toward Tennessee at home against the Bengals. And again, I thought Burrow would be maybe a trendy dog this weekend. He really isn't public really likes Tennessee. Maybe it's just the one seed or uh, you know, the better record or maybe coming off the bye. public really likes that. Home favorites makes sense. Home favorites or you know favorites in general are five and one to start the playoffs this year. Uh, but that being said, the line opened minus three Tennessee. It's up to three and a half. I see one book at four. Westgate is at four. If you can find a four, I like Cincy plus four. I like him plus three and a half. I uh, got a lot of angles here. Uh, betting against divisional round favorites off a of buy. It's actually fifty eight percent the last decade. If I'm going to bet on a dog, I want to bet on a dog that can score. Uh, and again, Cincy uh, averaging almost twenty seven points a game. I think uh, Tennessee wants to keep this little lower scoring, 24 points a game. They want to run the ball. Um, you do have a road ref here, Cleet Blakeman, nothing crazy, but about 54% to the road team. So if you like Tennessee, movement in their favor, 
But also, guys, with favorites 5-1 and one to start the playoffs, I think this is a good weekend to bet on dogs because I think we're going to see some regression. Uh, haven't really had any movement on the total there. Pretty much 47 opener and where it stayed. Uh, San Fran, Green Bay. I'm digging Green Bay. I'm sorry. I'm digging San Fran plus 6 here. Uh, you saw this line open 4.5. Early money hit Green Bay. It's now up to 6. It got down. It looked like it was creeping down to 5.5. It's kind of stayed 6, but you're still juicing up at some books the San Francisco side. So as long as Fred Warner... And um, hopefully Bosa can play this game. A lot of matches on San Fran as a uh, as a dog um, for Jimmy G, for Shanahan. Good numbers here as dogs. Uh, we did see some money hit the under, 47.5 down to 47. That just happened today. We got an, an update here at Lambeau. Um, it is going to be really cold, 15 degrees, but 10, 12-mile-an-hour winds. So you do have some windy under matches here. Uh, if you look at these windy unders uh, in the playoffs the last decade, 16-8, and eight, 67%. We do have unders four and two to start the playoffs, so maybe you lean under there. Um, and I know Green Bay will be an obvious teaser play, minus six down to a pick 'em. Uh, I can't really argue with that. Um, Rams and Tampa Bay, two things in terms of data analytics. Looks like Rams plus three is taking in some respected money. This open Tampa Bay laying three at even minus one ten juice both sides. Now every book I'm seeing is juicing up the Rams side plus three minus one fifteen. I see one book that's down to two and a half. This is trending down to two and a half, guys. If you like the Rams, uh, Sean Hockley is the he's a road ref, uh, 58% to the road team. Um, but I put some stock into a rest advantage. Uh, Brady has a one-day rest advantage. Might not seem like a lot, but remember Tampa Bay, they won their game against Philly on a Saturday. Rams came back the next day. You got a rest advantage. You got Brady at home. Uh, if you like the plus three Rams, you're making me pick a spread. I'll take the plus three. But, guys, I'm going to see if this gets down to two and a half, and I'm going to money line the GOAT. Uh, again, this is a, how does Tom Brady do it? He wins the game and you say, why did I bet against the goat? Again, there's plus three money Rams, but I'm looking at around a minus 150 Brady on the money line, win the damn game with a rest advantage, excuse me. And with, um, kind of a revenge angle. Remember Tampa Bay lost early in the year. I think they, what was it like 38 to 20? I forgot the score of that. Let me dial it up here. Cause I know, I know they were, I feel like I was on them and I remember being annoyed that they lost. So yeah, 34-24, never mind. Uh, but I like Tampa Bay money line. or, again, if you like the points, it does look like Rams plus the points uh, is kind of where the money's leaning. And then Buffalo, Kansas City. Guys, seeing further movement toward Buffalo. Buffalo's kind of looking like a sharp, just classic reverse line move dog. Uh, a lot of these books, as we remember, open lane two and a half or two for Kansas City. I'm seeing no more two and a halves anymore. I'm seeing twos, and I see a one and a half out there. So this line is going back toward Buffalo, even though two-thirds of bets are on Kansas City. Uh, this would match a playoff dog with a line move in its favor last decade, 70%. Uh, Josh Allen has a dog, 64% ATS in his career. So I'd be leaning points with Buffalo or, uh, again, I, I like San Fran plus six, but uh, how do you not tease down Green Bay to a pick and tease up Buffalo? You know, two to plus two to plus eight, go through three, go through seven. Uh, we have seen a lot of money to that over. Feels like a shootout. It did open, you know, 53. It's up to 54 and a half. But I feel like I saw a book get up to 55 and come back down. So maybe there's some, maybe that was your high watermark under 55. Uh, but there you go, guys. A little bit of an update as we'll continue to do throughout the week as we get closer to the NFL divisional round, which I think is the best weekend of football uh, all, all weekend or all year long because you got two games both days. Uh, then we're going to have the championship games. But I like having both the Saturday and Sunday. There's nothing better. Uh, but there, you, there, you, uh, there we have it, guys. Another day, another dollar on a Wednesday, a hump day. Hopefully a big Dickie V night, baby. 
Uh, but I want to remind you guys, if you enjoy the pod, if it's become a staple of your day, uh, win, lose, or draw, you enjoy the conversation, the insight, uh, maybe it helped you, uh, you know, lay off your parlays or uh, be more disciplined with your bankroll or kind of take your bias out of it. Or maybe you're betting money lines in, in uh, college hoops and seeing some results. Maybe you've had a good NHL year or a great NHL year, aside from a you know down night last night. Uh, or maybe some system matches, or the I always throw this out. I always say twenty point rule, and I, I either I the over under is like two and a half uh, direct messages I get saying what is the over under what is the twenty point rule? Well, you can Google it, you can let me know, but it's out there. Uh, but, but regardless, guys, if the pod has given you confidence or helped you cash some bets along the way, you want to make my day, you want to let me know you appreciate the hard work I put in grinding the unpopular, uh, but that's okay because we know it's uh, the sharp uh, sharp contrarian mentality works long term. Uh, but the mentality we preach, you want to let me know you appreciate it. Uh, there's one thing I ask of you. Buy my book. Uh, go to Amazon.com. Type in the Everything Guide to Sports Betting. Pick up a copy for you or a friend, uh, a uh, aunt or uncle in newly legalized New York or Connecticut or Arizona or out in the desert, wherever it may be. It's got uh, a re- in- real great introduction to new to new betters, but there's still good stuff, system matches for, for wise guys or wise girls as well, like Maureen Chase. Uh, but um, how lines are set, why they move, uh, how to read line movement, how to locate sharp action and contrarian value, how to place a bet in person or online, reverse line movement, steam move, line freeze, all this stuff, uh, bankroll management, how to place a bet in person or online, and, of course, um, uh, chapters for all the major sports, all included in my book, The Everything Guide to Sports Betting. So if you want to get one, it would mean a lot. Uh, and if you already have, thank you, thank you, and thank you again. With that being said, uh, whether I see you at the Borgata in Atlantic City, Twin River in Rhode Island, the Brook in New Hampshire, uh, Foxwoods or Mohegan Sun in Connecticut, at the Virtual Bar in New York, which is uh, quickly becoming a massive market online. Uh, I'd give it another month before it's the biggest in the country. Uh, or, of course, out in the desert at the beautiful, sparkling new Circa, outside at the pool, sipping pina coladas, sweating sharp contrarian plays with the crew, or indoors getting a victory burger with, by the big screens. Or, of course, at the true uh, spot where the grinders get down, the South Point, uh, where the lowest juice possible is found, where Billy Walters uh, sends his number runners. Wherever it may be, you're going to walk up to me. You showed me quite a few good tickets here in college basketball last night. Fresno State on the money line. Wisconsin, Syracuse, Kansas, uh, Kent State, Ohio, UCF, Dayton, Iona. How about Tampa Bay or the Islanders in the shootout? But whatever you do, don't show me those gross Ottawa Bruins, Dallas, Florida. I still can't believe all four of those big favorites lost. But what are you going to do? Dogs had their day. Uh, we're going to be back at it tonight. So first one's on me, guys. Next one's on you. We're going to post about the book. So Sharp Contrarian plays all day. I wish you the best of luck. Uh, if you uh, have anything uh, or if you're free or you want to tune in from 3 to 4 p.m. Eastern time today, me and Pritch will be breaking down all these numbers. We'll be joined by Adam Burke, our buddy, uh, to go through his favorite bets. And uh, we'll continue to update you on the lines. So have a great day, guys. Remember, my parting words, as always, stay sharp, stay contrarian, bet against the public, place yourself on the side of the house. Always be with uh, their sharp money. We'll win every time. Nope, there's no such thing as a locker or a guarantee. But if we can consistently be disciplined with our bankroll, beat the closing line, flat bet, no parlays, uh, be consistently uh, with the house, against the public, with the pros, we'll do we'll do okay long term. We'll make uh, we'll make this this racket a uh, a fruitful endeavor. Hopefully, uh, I know we will. Uh, but good luck, everyone. Have a great Wednesday. By the way, D- Dicky, you want to say anything on the way out? Yeah, I just want to say, Josh, I, I really appreciate the kind words. Thank for, uh, thank for you, uh, thank you guys for, for thinking about me. Hope to be on the court soon. And I wish you the best of luck with all your plays tonight, baby. Appreciate that, Dickie. And remember, don't get into a fender benda. Have a great day, guys. Good luck. I'll see you at the window. And don't forget to tip your ticket writer. It'll save you from your next bad beat.
Have a great Wednesday, guys. Good luck. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.